0: Let's continue, we are going to continue this text number 89.
1: Never belittle the significance of your thoughts, for not one escapes God's notice.
0: This is scary, isn't it? Each thought uh, is visible for God. And um, I, I don't know where I heard that there was like a research somehow. I don't know how they re- made this research, but they, they say that it's normal that we have during day from twenty thousand to sixty thousand thoughts, and and it is it is possible that it is so many. So and all those thoughts like they they have this ambition to take our attention. Uh, and uh, not all of them they have power to stay to to attract us. So many thoughts just they just come and they are gone, and we even don't remember that we had the thought. But some of them they have this ability or this strength that they uh, attract our attention, and uh, and. Uh, Especially when uh, there are like in line with those passions which are still in our heart. If okay. some, for example, if somebody uh, has passion for, if or suffer from passion of gluttony, so a thought comes, you know, that um, about some kind of food. So, well, it's possible that. <coughs> he starts to think about this, this thought will cap- captivate mm-hmm. his mind and, and uh, starts to create new recipe or plans and everything. It's, well, but, well, it seems to us that it is not like with this, this fantasy or this thinking about, it is that it is like nothing, innocent. But many times, if we think about, if the thought, for example, about food, and if we suffer from gluttony, so if we let this thought to be somehow present for a longer time, time and in our mind, and, and we make fantasies about that, through this, we are making this passion, like, more rooted in our heart. You know, that, and don't, well, we don't, for example, it it can be useful that I'm thinking if I am preparing, like I'm (laughs) supposed to prepare food for somebody as my responsibility, like for family or something. So for sure I am going to think about how to to prepare the food. But I'm talking now about this excessive thinking and fantasy which uh, uh, goes behind this normal like uh, thinking about uh, this my duty. And why we are talking about that? why Saint Mark says that we uh, should pay attention to this. Uh, if you remember Saint Theodoros, he told us when we were reading his texts that that each agreement with desire, in our soul, which is not good, um, is for monk a sin. Even, uh, even brief like uh, like uh, agreement, you know. And after uh, under that, that he has in mind, really this start of this fantasy the start of the thinking about this thought which ignites passions and he says that at first when there is the agreement that uh, this thought starts to conquer our intellect uh, it means that that with our intellect this or on this level of our soul, we come to, we go, we accept the thought, we accept this fantasy, and uh, even we start to work with that on this intellectual level more. And then our soul accepts that without, without some kind of warfare, immediately without, without thinking. And those are little steps which slowly lead to sin. And uh, <coughs> this is and, and he, he reminds us of this verse which uh, from Psalm uh, many people have problems with this verse when it is written that blessed is then who takes this Babylon's children, and threw them uh, against the rock. And I really, if you read that, without understand your, what what is meant by that. It's like horrible to take children and to kill them, uh, like through uh, through through. Uh, with with, uh, with, uh, this rock, you know that. But what is meant by that is that the psalm was written, uh, or there's remembers, members for this Babylon captivity. So Babylonians, they were masters of their slaves, Jews. Their children, they didn't have this ability to give orders, nothing, but those children could grow. And when they became adults, they would have power over Jews. So, what, what, so, so, uh, Theodoros and others, they, in the same way, they explain that uh, those passions, those sins, so. So it is like there are like slave masters which rule over us. But, but he said, but the thoughts are like their children, and we have to kill them while they are small, little. You know that because if you let them inside of us, they will grow and they will become our masters, who rule over us without mercy. So this is, I, I found it as a very, very good uh, explanation, and, uh, and I think that in the Psalms it's, it's really good advice in this verse for us, what we are supposed to do, not to, to be aware of each thought. Not only because God sees that, but it might be. It might be. Uh, it might be like. Um, um, I. I came to my mind. Now I lost my thought. You know this. I probably said it before. This joke that the man who got flat tire in the night somewhere in the woods. You know that. And he got uh, and but well, he couldn't change the tire because he had, didn't have a wrench to unscrew. So he thinks, what now, you know, this like road, nobody's cars through, going through this road in the woods, you know. And suddenly he saw light through the trees, somewhere in the distance. I said, oh, somebody's living there, probably the person will give me <laughs> like this wrench you know, <coughs> to help me. So he started to walk towards the light, and for sure it was house. Light was there, and he started to think this way: Hmm, maybe what kind of people are there? Maybe there are nasty people there. Maybe if I knock on the door, they will be disturbed. I'm disturbing them, and they will become angry. And maybe they will be very nasty to me. And maybe you—who knows? Maybe he will let his dog to to hunt for me. And he was like, thinking this way, this way, this way, and uh, imagine this imagination of bad things which can happen, and uh, refusal. uh, So he he really started to accept that. So when he came to the dome, he was like full of anger already. Now he knocked on the door, and uh, when the owner opened, and he (laughs) (laughs) he was like, keep that wrench (laughs) for yourself. (laughs) So it's, it's like... And many times it happens to us too, you know, maybe not. we don't beat anybody, you know, but somehow we, uh, the thought takes over like our mind and we start to think about others or about some uh, uh, a situation that as the thought uh, dictates us. Even it is not true. This is how this this is how powerful it is, this thought. And this is why we should be careful and to have some kind of watchfulness, you know, and 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 don't allow them to grow, especially when we see them from the beginning as another holiest one. Comments or thoughts? Alright. Let's go to
1: When you observe some thought suggesting that you seek human fame, you can be sure it will bring you disgrace.
0: Okay. So it is another spiritual law St. Mark gives us. And I think that if we think about our life, uh, we can find these moments when this was fulfilled. Uh, and and God really answered to our foolishness when we are about dreaming about this glory, vain glory, he really puts us to situation when this we are somehow brought to correct <coughs> correct way. There was a a story I I heard Many of our priests were studying in Poland, so one of them, he came with this story which was like, which happened to one young priest in Poland and became like popular, very, and this young priest, he went to London, Great Britain, to visit his friend who was there serving in one church. And when he came, it was evening, and this is very nice. They welcome, they talked almost the night, and uh, then he said, "Well, look, I, you have your like apartment next to rectory. Well, there is a disadvantage. Disadvantage, you have to go outside, and there is like from the street this entrance. But don't worry, you will have like peace there. Everything will be okay." I said, "Oh, thank you. It's fine. I, it's great actually." So he brought him t- to this apartment and he said, well, I forgot to tell you that I was telling to our prisoners that you are coming, so uh, tomorrow morning some of them, they will come to say hello to you, to greet you. I said, oh, this is very nice, very, very polite, you know. So morning when he got up and I looked through a window and he saw like a group of people standing there. He said, oh my, they came so early. So. So he was like, "This is great." So he went out and he started to give them like hand to shake their hands, and he said, "Thank you, that you came, thank you, that you came I've, I'm so happy that you came and in that moment, a bus came
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they entered <laughs> he, he said that this was like so huge embarrassment for him. <laughs> And and so this, like this story, was like going through all Paul you know. (laughs) And poor, poor that poor priest he became. He he became famous that he is. Well, he does evangelization even for people who are waiting for a bus. (laughs) But well, look. The, this story is not like, it's something that happened to him immediately, when he was maybe puffed you know, inside, that, well, they're going to create me, you know, how wonderful it is. And he, and he didn't discern, he was this, this desire, for, or he was taken by this desire for glory or something, you know, that he even didn't think. You know, that he didn't discern the situation. And many times we are doing the same way. Uh, The same way. (laughs) All right. Let's keep this spiritual law in mind. (laughs)
1: Let's continue. (coughs) The enemy understanding how the justice of the spiritual law is applied, seeks only the assent of our mind. Having secured this, he will either oblige us to undergo the labors of repentance or, if we do not repent, will torment us with misfortunes beyond our control. Sometimes he encourages us to resist these misfortunes so as to increase our torment and then, at our death, who will point to this impatient resistance as proof of our lack of faith.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> a little bit <laughs> tough text, and uh, it, and it's uh, a little bit longer than usual. And but he uncovers for us the tactic or invisible enemy. Our invisible nemo, um, enemy is jealous, and he envies us this possibility to be saved, and this is why he does everything to get us. And uh, the tactic is: there, he has many tactics, but. But and he's trying what works on us. And uh, always he can find way how to how to uh, uh, um, get us. If, look, if we uh, suffer, or we are like under the rule of some compassion, kind of and we do repentance, so we have to expect, and everybody says, you have to expect, like, war, uh, uh, to make effort you know because it is it is so difficult to get free so we are doing ascetical exercises which are really difficult for us because we have to force ourselves but in the same time during this warfare he attacks us with the thoughts with these provocations, and and many times it is so strong. This his influence that it really causes almost pain. For us. That, uh, so this is why this uh, process of repenting, process of reaching like purity of heart and mind, why it is so painful process. And uh, and he increases this our uh, work or this pain of work which leads towards towards like freedom from the passion he increases re- his temptations uh, to, to to in order to scare us <laughs> to give up not to continue and uh, so it is it is we have to be if somebody uh, starts own journey towards like freedom towards holiness, towards like defeating like uh, uh, his passion, we have to We have to be very merciful to the person in a time uh, when he falls or, or uh, he goes very slow. And we have to support that person with our prayers and, and, and uh, words of encouragement. Because it is really very, very hard uh, situation. Uh, one priest, he used in, in a homily, he com- uh, compared this pain of change, you know, this repentance, he said that it is this state which uh, is so painful as it is for those who are uh, drug addicts, and if they don't get drug, so they go through long time when they really their body is like sick, and they have pains and physical pains. So he said it is this this process which we can compare very very tough, so We have to be. Very, very merciful, and and this we forget this many times, and uh, many times when we meet a person who probably slipped to some kind of passion, passion which lasted for a long time, or passion which was like for short time only. And the person wants to repent and to change, to return back. So we, we look at this person, with very, many times with very critical eyes, you know, and the first, like, failure, we say, ah, he wanted to do this and he's back, you know, and so he was not serious about that. And it doesn't need to be true, that person just failed and needs encouragement at that time. We have to somehow identify this this that person. But well, to make discernment, if he returns back to old ways and there is no sign of repentance or desire to 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 start again and to walk, then we should like keep distance because it might be dangerous for for us. And, I'm poor, and this kind of person is very poor because if he gives up and if the person thinks, OK, this is very difficult, so I'm, I, I am quitting, I'm not going to continue. So it doesn't mean that the person will have some kind of easy life. Actually, this resignation is for the evil one, just confirmation. That I want to stay in this uh, slavery, and um, because of that, uh, he experiences even more difficulties uh, than before. And uh, many times those people say, "Oh, I had bad luck, nothing working," you know, like war is against me, poor me, and. Uh, and he goes to this mentality and, and uh, it seems that with each day something new is coming which puts him uh, even down, uh, down. and down and then he thinks that there are so many things when people offend him without reason or injustice or, uh, or uh, even without reason. And this is tactic of evil one. He tortures those he has in his hand, and uh, and uh, but but those people they see that as some kind of uh, that they lost favor of others, favor of world, that everything's against them, and they they have this self pity this. Uh, spirit of that i am victim and i don't deserve that and they and they demand some kind of pity from others and they don't get it and they become even more angry or depressed or it it's it's a very bad state and uh but and uh, moreover all those things then will be shown during our our um, judgment in front of Christ but if we know this tactic of our enemy it gives us advantage in our spiritual warfare so and and we should remember that even this Pain of work, of repentance, is great and not pleasant. Uh, so it is worthy to go under that because it is only temporary. When we conquer that passion or the thoughts and become free, uh, we will experience this some kind, of, some kind of sweetness which comes from this victory and it will prepare us for the next fight. Next fight. <sighs> okay, questions or comments? I was. We had this meeting today for the SLOA group, and there was like, uh, we touched about, uh, how to keep that spirit of repentance in us. Because it shouldn't be like morning and evening. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, uh, actually, it should be like non-stop, present in our heart. So one of these, so I mentioned several these these uh, tools, how to keep that. And uh, the one very important rule is is reading of gospel, and reading of holy fathers, and when reading gospel, not to search for this beauty of gospel and this noble thoughts, but to read that as a, okay, I am disciple of Christ. He is my master, and in gospel is written what he wants me to do. So I am reading gospel like thirsty and hungry. Uh, to to learn what my master wants me to do. And when I read it in this way, then I really come to repentance of the spirit repentance because I realize that I am so weak or so tight with passions and sins. They are not able to fulfill, and I can find that I have no strength, and sometimes I I'm not willing to fulfill some things. It's difficult for me. So this is and and from that, when I realize that, so that spirit of repentance come, I am asking God for mercy, and I try even harder, and to reach this particular thing that gospel and spiritual, uh, these holy Fathers are, and Holy Fathers are those who tells us, okay this is what you find in gospel mm-hmm. and now this is how you can handle that. This is how uh, you are mm-hmm. able to handle this problem, how you practically can fulfill this instruction. And, <clears throat> and this is like great blessing for us because we don't need to invent way. Look, if we read this this life of saints, many times we find out that they were trying to do something, some kind of ascetical practice to uproot uh, passion and they do, were doing it for a year and they realized it doesn't work. So they stop and they try another. Way, so they tried like hundreds of ways which were not useful, and finally find what works. And we call this like the spiritual laws or advices from them. And what they, these, their writings is just summary of these experiences. Though they they show us they they give us this wisdom how to live spiritual life, not because it was revealed to them. They came through their experience that okay, this worked, but, bef- but be- before that there was like really, uh, really a lot of mistakes. For example, just simple example, it was like uh, how too fast. You know, some they went to so extremes that they find they found that. Uh, that uh, this extreme fasting as they were keeping took so much of their energy that they were not able to pray and they said well this is not the way so they increased a little bit and they tried that And uh, through many I would say decades of trying many they found like okay this is the way this is the correct measure and they gave it to their disciples look don't go to extremes you know it doesn't work you know this is what worked for me for worked for many others so keep that so that their disciples didn't need to go through this journey of trying to discover the correct way and and it came to us these advices so so we are very blessed. In the, uh, the, well, for sure, we can see this wave of temptations and difficulties and everything. But uh, if you realize that uh, Father David Alberti, I think he was telling that a uh, s- few, like 20, 30 years ago, only small, a small part of these works of these Holy Fathers who taught about spirituality, were translated to English. Mm. Like, the majority became like the last 10 or 15 years, it was like boom of these works. Even like Brian he was, I think, 2017, I think, was translated, his work. So, uh, y- yes, there there is like this wave, ocean of of temptations, but God gives us in this time, like this ocean of good advices, directional guides, you know, that, which can help us to grow, uh, to, to resist to these temptations. So, um, it's amazing how God works. All right.
1: Many have fought in various ways against circumstances, but without prayer and repentance, no one has escaped evil.
0: When I mentioned this, uh, Theodorus the Great, uh, what we were we were thinking about his words before, um, he stressed in one text that uh, in uh, in uh, this uh, not good times that we should pray a lot of and uh, mark says the same thing but he adds uh, that we should do repentance and both these weapons prayer and repentance uh, are necessary (coughs) to conquer to defeat um, evil and uh, And we should remember that because uh, many times we try to defeat these temptations through our will. That, okay, I, I know that uh, there's a thought that annoys me, thought which is connected with some kind of passion. And, and it's like always buzzing in my head. And I told myself, OK, I'm going to not to think about it. I'm not going to agree with that. I, 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 you know. And uh, suddenly I realized that I was defeated very, very quick. But both these saints, and not only those, but all of them, they say, well, one thing is prayer. So it means that I have to admit my weakness and to run to Christ and to ask for help with prayer. And especially, not only when I am in warfare, in the middle of temptation, not only then to call upon Christ, help me, help me, save me, but especially I have to remember that those times can come and I should pray for these times in the time of peace. Usually when we are not bothered with temptation, uh, we have some kind of like time of peace somehow. We enjoy that. We are happy. That, okay, it's it's easier now. And we relax at that time. And the saints tell us, no, 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 this you have this peace when you are not bothered with these thoughts. Now increase your prayer. Because you will be not able to pray like this power in the time of fight you will be able just to say Lord have mercy or help me but we'll use this time of peace to ask for grace for a time of war and uh, and and then uh, repentance is important too because what is repentance? It's like non-stop, always present inta- intention to transform my heart to God's will, to please God in everything that I'm doing. Repentance, it, it means this change of mind. When I'm going from old ways to new ways, uh, which I discover that it is God's will for me so repentance is this non-stop movement away from passions away from uh, uh, my bad habits away from my way of thinking and to to go towards god's will and to follow the, all those things uh, which are which please god but we should not be like very stressed when this um some of the situations, uh, tough situations, when they come because, and they hit us, because uh, these situations um, we should use for our benefit. And it means that if I'm in bad situation, something happened, okay, somebody offended me. Somebody told me something, you know, and I felt, I was hurt, it, it hurted me. It caused pain, inside. probably I didn't say anything to the person, but inside, it was like, like storm that, why, you know, what I've done, you know, and why the person said this or acted this way towards me. I don't deserve that, I meant it well, and all these kind of thoughts. And this is very important, it's not a pleasant situation, and, but uh, in these situations, uh, we should um, change this, some kind of this natural reaction, which is why, 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 and which lead, leads to self-pity. Instead of that, we have to learn um, and to find, try to find out if God allowed this situation, why he allowed that. And in the time, we, we start to then to search our heart um, why we did this call so... A huge reaction but negative reaction in the heart. And usually when we start to think this way, many times immediately clarity comes. And 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 we say, oh yeah this my reaction was like we see it was my my pride was attacked so this right and almost immediately we are able to laugh over ourselves and, and to let it be. But many times it's not so clear and so we have to search deeper our heart and to st- this question which starts with why is very important in spiritual life. We have to ask that why this storm came? Why I react this way? And, and, and I can start to give myself answers, and then to go even deeper. And, and I can find, for example, that this my was caused because I kept in my memory some kind of wrongdoing, which was like 20 years ago from that person. And because of that, I, I, I'm always like prepared to judge their words or the words of the person this, like, in in this negative aspect. I'm always searching for, is that, I'm asking myself, is that another attack to, towards me or not? You know, it means, but it means that I didn't forgive yet. That something unhealed is me. But it can lead, this question can lead me to different ans- different answers. But I can find it. And when I find it, So then, when I put name to this, my reaction, how I react that, how I acted that, then I can start, this moment when I start to do repentance, because it is impossible when I acknowledge my weakness. It's impossible that if I made so huge journey to find that, it means that I am in, I have, my heart is filled with desire for heaven, for perfectness, and because of that is natural, that it will lead me to repentance. At least to start these steps towards transformation of our heart. And uh, it is, it is, so it is it is we have to expect these unpleasant situations because once we start this journey serious journey journey towards God, God takes it seriously, and because our habits or ways how we live our life uh became like. So natural for us that many times we don't even see and recognize this is my habit, this is my way of life, this is my way of thinking, is not good. Because we were doing it for 20, 30 years. So we are blind to, to recognize that. So this is why He sends us as a help. This unpleasant situation may they are able to open our, our mind. Uh, and to see that those things ah welcome did you hear what I told
2: I did I was
1: listening
0: so now you have to stay like 45 minutes after <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking thank you you came even for the in the end alright let so so, one more, yeah.
1: <clears throat> Evils reinforce each other, so do virtues, thus encouraging us to still greater efforts.
0: Yeah, this is nice nice uh, spiritual law, <coughs> which uh, tells us about um uh, way how we can uh, become very strong in our spiritual warfare, uh, many times we we are we are concentrated on uh, temptations, our passions, and everything. We start to fight with that, and uh, many times we forget to uh, not, uh, to concentrate on growing in virtues for example, if I I start to what I can notice, for example, if I'm not patient so I am starting, okay not only to avoid uh, failure in this area I I start to practice uh, through these things or situation of everyday life to grow in patience. this intention I want to Grow this uh, virtue. And once I am doing that, there is a spiritual that if you are growing in one virtue, you are growing in all virtues. It's impossible to separate them from others. Uh, I think it was Basil Grady said. And I like this explanation that, well, when you start to like, pull out one point of this paper up whole paper is coming even I am picking up this part so it is like natural process that I am growing one virtue I am growing all they are maybe not so um, they are behind from perfectness but well they are growing and um, he says that when we are doing that uh, that there is a similar law that if we that evil grows from evil you know but if we are growing virtue so virtue grows if uh, virtues they support each other to grow in and uh, this is one one of these ways how we how we uh, lead this spiritual warfare. It should not be always like, okay, I keep my mind passion, my sinful inclination. I okay, I'm ready when this temptation comes, and I'm going to kill that, and and so I'm concentrated on this uh, sin or bad thoughts and temptations and activity of demons. No, I should be careful, but it's better for me to concentrate opposite. I want to grow in virtue, I want to be more patient, you know, meek, um, or, or merciful, is, and to grow in this. And if I am growing in, in virtues, it means that uh, my mind is is uh, pointed consciously on God, on and my holiness, and, my salvation. So this only this, this concentration causes that many temptations cannot penetrate somehow, my soul cannot come. And this is why the saints, they, they say that one of these very important tools of, for spiritual life is uh, 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 this remembrance of God to always remember him, to try to remember him, to to be in his presence, to to see his work, to, to understand that he is fighting for us, to understand and to give glory to him for because he wishes our salvation and all those things. And if we are feeling through this remembrance our mind, so then very easy desire is born in a heart which pushes us to grow virtues and if you grow one virtue we are growing all and many times it brings us the, to the position that many temptations became like uh, we even don't notice and we don't pay attention to these provocations and it is good good uh, protection. But in the same way, we should be aware of this and and to be prepared, we should not uh, let the guard go. You know... I mean... mean, it, It is like... It is like when those soldiers, they have sword and shield. So... You know, like sword, we have in hand prepared to um, attack, uh, uh, to kill the pe- uh, temptation that comes. And the shield is like growing virtues that it's protection for us. But it should be s- both present in our, in our life. Oh, it's so difficult. All right, I think we can finish here because there we we started to go very fast today, and I don't like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was interesting. You're talking about the the shield and the sword, Ephesians six is beautiful it talks about putting on god's armor and that's yeah. and you know uh, it just it, it makes you realize how important that is
0: yeah
2: yeah it reminds me of there was something else we talked about that reminded me of a quote from saint isaac the syrian the desert is the mother of all wisdom again the desert is the mother of all wisdom yeah yeah, yeah. and good how he describes in our life sort of just standing right on in this desert and the struggle like with with every grain of sand a sin and with every breath of the wind divine the struggle the, this is where God is found in the desert in the harsh desert through suffering, through pain in a partaking of that suffering, kind of growing, drawing closer to Christ. And um, I can't remember the saint's name, but he was diving into the Our Father. Um, he was a Greek Greek priest. He was delving into each part of the Our Father. And he said, um, goes into hallowed be thy name. Why would we need to hallow the name of God if the name of God is holy? It is holiness. Because God knows that by glorifying His name, we will be glorified in heaven, and it's the same thing with suffering. Through suffering now, we are glorified in heaven. Through suffering now, since Christ suffered, we suffer. Yeah. Since Christ is glorified, we are glorified in heaven. I don't know. It made me. It made me think of that when we. Um, I can't remember. Um, when Mark, the ascetic, was talking about... Especially our thoughts. Especially how... I remember. Um, like, how he said we fight with our own will. Where that, that is a struggle in itself. But then there's also the struggle of running to Christ. There is a struggle in that as well.
0: It's all a struggle, but... Yeah. Well, there was like I don't remember who said this, but because I heard it from who is the main source, but uh, because I heard it from many sites. And uh, last time I think was some kind of convention we had uh, or assembly in Parma, Mm -hmm. and it was said it was some it was like um, reminder that spiritual life is not easy it's really suffering because we have to conquer our will and we have to conquer, you know, to go like through many difficulties. And, and uh, the saints tells us that, well, through suffering we are obtaining some wisdom. These sufferings because we have to conquer ourselves and open. And he said, well, we should change these, our signs in front of the church. And and to if we want to attract people, you know, it should be not that welcome and we we should put there that we are miserable if you want to be miserable please join
1: us
0: (laughs) and it was a joke but well actually it is true there are people out there that
1: will take you up on that it's a whole other story